0: Hello, I'm Wendy McGean. Welcome to the Round Trip Podcast. At 55 years old, I jumped on an early retirement package, hopped on my Can-Am Spider, and drove across Canada alone. I was jobless and homeless. The great news is that along the way, I found my way back to myself and realized that I had everything that I needed already inside me, which led to the name Round Trip. Join me on my journey as I finally show up as me It's possible to step outside your comfort zone and learn how to experience independence and joy. And you can do all of this without running away. Feelings are amazing. Recall one of those days when you can't seem to settle yourself down. The insecurity and anxiety are at record levels, and sometimes you're not even sure why. I had one of those days last week and it ticked me off. I couldn't seem to focus on anything that needed my attention. At the heart of it was a feeling that I was not doing what I should be doing to move a few projects forward. Well, who made those rules? Damn it, I did. Or if I didn't make them, I was certainly trying to follow them. Every now and then I lose my balance, my internal guidance system that keeps me working on and playing with what's meaningful to me. And that's what frequently happens, anxiety. At the heart of it is a fear that I'm not heading in the right direction, and often a fight-or-flight response manifests. Sometimes it's mixed with agitation, and that points to anger. I don't always recognize that one because I don't see myself as an angry person. However, I did use the words ticked off as I described it a few seconds ago, so that was a good clue. Sometimes the feelings are excitement as I spend time on something that's important to me. It could be telling a story, as I love to talk, or taking a solo camping trip with Bullwinkle. I had learned to ignore... feelings for the most part as I embarked on the various paths in my life. Choking back the fear of the unknown when it was time to leave my small rural community and head to university, or ignoring those feelings of joy and satisfaction that I felt when creating a painting that turned out better than I anticipated. I ignored what I perceived to be bad and didn't believe that I deserved the ones that I described as good. In fact, there should be no judgment with feelings. Categorizing them as good or bad is not helpful. Those feelings are important to recognize and honor as they tell us at a visceral level what is important to us and what we need to stay away from. Some fears need to be faced. It's part of growing up to push out on our boundaries a little bit and discover who we are. The apprehension that I felt going off to school was normal and probably expected. The perceived benefits outweighed the risks as I loved to learn. And the feelings of joy? Grab those anytime they come your way and revel in them. There's a great tool called the Feelings Wheel, or sometimes the Emotions Wheel, and it lists dozens of feelings and percolates them down to the lowest common denominator. Different versions exist, and the one that I tend to refer to from my coach training divides the wheel into the feelings that arise when your needs are being met versus not being met. For instance, feelings of delight, happiness, excitement, and elation simplify as joyfulness. On the other hand, feeling regretful, flustered, guilty, or embarrassed have shame and self-judgment at their root. I was checking out the topic of psychological safety when it occurred to me that it's discussed in terms of a work environment or within personal relationships, but not within ourselves. Shouldn't it start there? So many of us are taught to look outside of ourselves for the answers, when really I think that may be the last place to look. As a coach, I firmly believe that the person that I'm working with is capable of meeting their challenges. They have everything that they need inside themselves. My role is one of guide or thinking partner to help them figure out what's important to them and head in that direction. That's why those emotions are so important. They help to guide us. Do you feel safe to be yourself? I'm not talking about physical safety, but rather a knowing deep inside that tells you you are free to be you, that you won't be hurt, embarrassed, ashamed, or admonished by expressing yourself in your life. Do you feel confident that you, even if the people around you do not agree with whatever you are saying or doing are still free to express yourself. If you do, then yay for you, that's awesome. Consider for a minute that many people do not, and we all get those feelings from time to time that tell us that something isn't quite right. When uneasy feelings start to bubble up, there's a message there. Your body is telling you that something is not quite congruent. Can you recognize those feelings? For a long time, I couldn't identify that my body was telling me something, and more often than not, I ignored the uncomfortable feelings. I just wanted them to go away. My go-to was to keep busy, keep my brain so engaged that it could not pause to recognize that something was up. When I finally started to pay attention, I couldn't help but make changes. I remember being unhappy with one job in particular, not because it was a bad job or because the people were not nice. At the heart of it, I was feverishly working on things that were simply not important to me, and there was no end. No matter how many hours I threw at my inbox or the tasks at hand, there was always a tsunami of other stuff waiting. I was tired and discouraged and refused to let myself stop. That was one of my rules, too. I had to finish what I started. And another one was that I couldn't ask for help. Try that with hundreds of emails coming at you every day. I was the architect of my own reality, and I refused to listen to those signals that my body was sending me. Even a burnout didn't wake me up to the clues that were all around me. It took me some time to figure it all out. My firm belief is that we tend to treat symptoms instead of problems. Our actions are about making the uncomfortable feelings go away instead of addressing what caused them to begin with. Those feelings, if we listen and pay attention, will offer hints. I believe that my clients already hold the answers to their challenges, they just need to learn to listen and it goes beyond feelings. When we refuse to pay attention, stuff starts happening. Chronic headaches, upset stomachs. We literally make ourselves sick by refusing to acknowledge the fact that our actions are not congruent with what is important to us. When it goes on too long, it causes dis-ease. Disease. My mother used to tell me as a kid when I was really upset, calm down, you'll make yourself sick. She was right. Today I am amazed at how often I catch a message from my body. A little hot flash usually tells me that I'm onto something. Usually it means that I've recognized something that has been causing me some kind of pain that is being processed. Sometimes it's a feeling of being chilled that has no obvious cause. I get curious and take a minute to honor it now. So, what feelings are you ignoring? What would happen if you listened more carefully to what your body is already telling you? You for listening. My name is Wendy, and remember to laugh. L-A-F. L is for love, A is for act, and F is be fearless. If you get a chance and have the means, please pick up a copy of my book, Round Trip, How I Found Myself on Three Wheels. It's available on Amazon, or you can reach out to me for a signed copy if you prefer. Send an email to roundtrip at wendymageen.ca. Have a great week.